Alright folks, welcome to Besides the Norm podcast man, my name is Scuba and we're here with Craig Satman. How you doing man, how you doing, you alright? I'm alright, alright You good? Oh, I'm good, how are you? I'm fucking perfect man That's we're, fucking we're, fantastic We do live in the same house so we kind of knew that already I've already knew that That's <laughs> it So we've got a special guest in the place man, we've got a YouTuber, uh, is Glasgow you're based in it? That is, yeah That's right, that's cool We've got Corey Millen Who's a, uh, we're going to get to someone right after this but Corey Millen is a YouTube vlogger how long have you been doing this? About three years or something? Uh, well, no, I, I started, uh, I think it was about, the first video I made was about four years ago, mm-hmm. um, but that was on an old channel. Uh, right. I, that was, I, I kind of, I fancied doing it when I was in my first year of college. Mm-hmm. Uh, I'm trying to think now, jeez, it might be five years, possibly six. Um, it, was a, it was a good while ago anyway, uh, and the first video I did was on my, my phone, because uh, right, right. I didn't really... I didn't have a, a camera that I wanted to do it with and it was just right. what I felt about. Uh, I was out walking my dog and I thought, right, I'll do it here. Um, so I did that for, I did a, a couple of videos and I got a couple of hundred subscribers, that was fine. Um, mm. And then I get hit with, a, what was it, I get clickbait, uh, click, click bombed. Right. Uh, so basically it meant that if I, if I were to go on to earn money from it, I wouldn't make any money from it. Oh, just, it was one of these things was a bit rotten. So I set up a new channel, that get the same problem happened to it. So I made this channel, I'm on you now. Uh, and that was a couple of years ago, uh, and I'm now signed up with a network, so that kind of protects me from that kind of thing. Right. Um, and now, I now I'm on this channel, so it's, uh, it's been not not bad. It's been a wee while, but it's been good fun. Ah, so it's clip bombed. Aye, it's 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 a bit. I don't really know. Nobody really knows the exact definition. Basically, it's if you've got adverts on your page and people. You know, it's, it's essentially Google protecting against you telling your pals, go and click mm. these adverts because I'll get money from it. So right. it kind of registers that there's oh, a whole right, bunch right. of clicks from in a, a short space of time from X amount of IP addresses, mm-hmm. uh, but it can be used for malicious purposes as well. Totally Companies right, going yeah. and going, ah! And so Google will just shut you down for receiving any payments at that point. And, aye, there's no way to bounce back from it. They, they just say, nah, pff, can't trust you from what there. What a shit thing you do! That's terrible, man. But it's, 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 it's totally, I, I don't know the ins and outs of it. Like, mm-hmm. I don't know if there's more to it than that, but certainly that's from the experience I've heard. Uh, I know other people have had it as well. That's, oh. about, that's about the extent of it. So this is your third channel you're saying? Uh, yeah, this is my third channel, but it's the only one that now exists I get rid of the other two because I mean looking back at the stuff that was on them as well it oh. was it's pretty was it because you do a, was it like um, you do kind of college work and do was it is it a video editing stuff like that you're doing it, it was I, uh, I I did that was that was when I started taking doing YouTube stuff a bit more seriously when I went to uh, set Glasgow College and did TV production nice, um, nice. so that gave me a good because I always fancied working in telly uh, <laughs> So I did that and that was realising, well, if I'm doing stuff outside as well, I might as well give a bit of boost uh, in, in quality. Mm-hmm. Uh, so that was that and then I got a job at the BBC and that was, oh, that was amazing but the only thing is it took a lot of time away from me so I ended up essentially stopping doing it for mm-hmm. making YouTube videos for the best part of a year. Um, I think I put out two last year, uh, sorry, between the time it was basically uh, the time the BBC was, put out the two I videos. was watching the videos as it was going through and there was sort of spots where you said listen I've been fucking busy aye I will get back to this really soon and then can I, I think you've done it again actually because you, you assumed that you were going to be have more free time aye. and then you were like actually I have been busy so again aye. so well, that was aye that was when I so I went from I got the job at the BBC and that was good but it did take up a lot of my time the last video the first video I put out when I was at the BBC was about uh, 10 months into my contract and it was almost a year ago to the day that I put the video out. Um, 
and that was it did really well actually it's one of my most viewed videos the GoPro slap that was uh, a lot of people really enjoyed that um, so that was really cool but after then it was it was just really really busy uh, but then towards the end of last year when I went freelance uh, mm. as a sound assistant sound operator or whatever um, I realised I've got a good bit more spare time and that I want to use that time to my advantage to, to make higher quality stuff because there's a whole bunch of stuff I haven't done that I really do want to do right right um, so I'm going to use my spare time to do that and hopefully it'll, hopefully it'll pay off if it doesn't perfect months fair enough uh, so you're still part of the kind of BBC network and stuff like aye doing? so I've I went freelance uh, in November of last year. Uh, I was working with another company and I decided that it wasn't working for me, so I decided to go freelance. Uh, mm-hmm. And I've used, I've been working with the BBC who take freelancers quite often on, on yeah. either single jobs or short term contracts. Um, I'm actually working after we're filming this. I'm scooting back down to Glasgow to do a shift. I was phoned yesterday. All right. Uh, right. I phoned yesterday going, Are you free tomorrow night? And I'm going, I should be, yeah. So, um, <laughs> I saw some doing that, going to dereg the Celtic Connections uh, that's happening at the CCA in Glasgow. Right, right. Um, so I started working with the BBC and I'm working elsewhere as well. Uh, and it's, it's basically just being freelancers, basically just phoning folk up, phoning different companies, not going, Are you, do you take freelancers? Can, can you add me to your books? You know, give me a shout because when I'm free and I'll, I'll, I'll work for you kind of thing. Um, awesome. So I, that's, that's how it's been kind of recently. That's it. So, so what do you do as part of being a kind of a sound... What was he said? Uh, a sound assistant, sound operator. It kind of depends mm. on the job. Like the boom mics and stuff like that, you can handle. Aye, that, that if it's a if it's a location shoot for like a, a, a children's program or a documentary or anything, you can be mm. doing just you know boom boom swinging or uh, as simple as clipping mics on people for interviews. Right, right. Um, or if you're doing like a game show, again, it's probably just if it's a sound assistant, you're probably just clipping mics onto contestants. Mm. Uh, but if you're doing something like fifteen to one, there's like fifteen contestants. Per show, per have you done fifteen to one? Yeah, yeah, that's cool. Sort of man. Uh, so that's, that's filmed in Glasgow. I think, yeah, it's filmed at uh, PQ. Yeah, because that's it. Like, uh, when you watch TV programs, there was a uh, one yesterday I was watching on BBC, and it was a uh, trying to remember the name. But it was called Bad Language. It's a new series that started. It's filmed in Northern Ireland. Right. But they go like Phil Jupitus, who lives in Edinburgh, <laughs> to go to Northern Ireland. Just Phil Jupitus lives in Edinburgh. Oh, he still stays in Edinburgh. Yeah. Why? Because it's awesome, that's like the hub of like, have you heard of the Edinburgh Festival? Yes, I have, yes. but, <laughs> to, stay, like hub to, but to, stay, to stay there all year round, mm. I would have thought it'd be easier for a There's loads London. of stuff, that if you think of like the networking links and stuff like that, you can get a train quite easily down to London, you can go to Glasgow for filming 15 to 1, I don't know if he's... <laughs> it was perfect man, perfect. I mean, I, oh, fair enough, you've convinced me. That's it. <laughs> I'm moving to Edinburgh. Fuck it. <laughs> this is what I've always said. We have to move to Edinburgh at some point, man. Definitely have to do that. But um, uh, would it be easier for us, really? I don't know, man. I don't know. How would you get on in Glasgow for networking and stuff like that for getting back and forward? Like train-wise. Oh, yeah, is it easier I'd, well, I mean, Scotrail. I've hate Scotrail. They're, they're right. terrible. They can cancel trains at a, a, the drop of a hat for no reason. Mm-hmm. Um, but you know, when they work. They're fine. Uh, aye, so we're talking about your disdain for Scotrail there just before. Aye, uh, aye, basically, aye. so uh, get, getting anywhere from uh, Glasgow is pretty easy. Uh, like, I'm up and down Edinburgh a couple of times a week. Mm. Uh, up and down, left and right, basically. Um, aye, so I'm through Edinburgh a couple of times a week anyway for uh, work sometimes, um, which is absolutely fine. Getting in uh, mm. Glasgow's fine. Look, the trains are perfectly fine through here. We just. Well, there's one train. <laughs> there's like one train station and it's quite a wee bit, a wee bit away. 
Aye, it's because we're kind of in like a shitty area. Right. <laughs> right. You, you probably see, I, d- I reckon which way you came through, probably through Windigates, so you see just how much field it is. Aye, there was a lot of yeah, green here. Yeah. A lot of green, a lot of green, a lot of cows and shit. So we've got, one, we've got one train <laughs> that goes to Edinburgh. I reckon how often it is. Uh, every, every half an hour. Every half an hour. It's fairly accessible. Perfect through here. Perfect. It. You said you had something you were wanting to Aye, that, that was that. Was it that? The, uh, we've got one train. That's cool. So, h- how do you feel your uh, stuff's improved since you kind of first started? Has it improved like a, a crazy amount since you've... Aye, well, I mean, the first the first video I put out was uh, filmed on my an old iPhone uh, mm. 3GS. So it was, I think now, 3.2 megapixel camera. Uh, fairly... <laughs> um, but I distinctly remember my first video because I was out walking my dog and I thought, you know what would be a great way to introduce this video? By doing it standing next to a dog shite and just and just go so I, that was my first video. I said, "How Did you put doing? your head beside it and just I, like basically?" I said, "How you doing? Look, I'm standing next to a dog poo, and this is my dog. She created that poo. How you do it? That was my the icebreaker. I thought, you know what? That's a great idea. Um, That's nice, man. So, <laughs> so that 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 was how it all started, um, and then. As things went on, I got a, a wee video camera for about that the birthday that I had that year. I thought, what was it, 2010? I can't remember the exact years, it's all a bit vague. Um, so I, I got a camera then, and that was good. Then the camera broke, so I got another camera. That one was rubbish, because I, I got it replaced, uh, and the replacement they sent us was pish. Right, um, right. So we sent it back going, this is not a replacement, this is a downgrade. <laughs> We're not happy with that, so we'll just take more money. Um, so I ended up getting another camera, and that was what I did, like, I would say... 60% of all the videos I've made were made on this wee Canon IXUS 220. <laughs> um, which is brilliant and I still, I've still got it to this day and it's easily still use it. Nice. Uh, but as time went on I was just, I wanted to get, I became a bit of a, a gearhead. So I liked technology and I was like, I need, the, the next thing, I need more, I need more. Um, <laughs> so for my 20th birthday, 20th birthday, I got a Canon 650D uh, DSLR. Yeah. So that was my introduction to big proper cameras. Is all you're using right now? The- uh, no, the one I've got with me, I, I'll get to that in a wee second, that's that's my that's my newest Brain Joy. Um, so I got the, the DSLR and that was quite cool. I didn't know how to properly use it, it was all basically set on uh, manu- uh, automatic mode to right, turn right, on. Right. But, uh, but as time went on I thought, you know what, I need to learn how to use this. Oh. Um, so I did that and I made a good few videos on that, but that was more me sitting in my bedroom talking. A lot of them had been taken down just because I wasn't happy the way they looked, again, because it was on auto and all that rubbish. Right, right. Um, then I got a, a microphone, like a, a shotgun mic to sit on the top of the camera to give me mm. better sound quality on it. Um, and then for a wee while, that's when I sort of stopped, tapered off, stopped making stuff. Um, and as I get, started getting back into it, I got a GoPro Hero 4 because uh, I saved up for a while. And that was a, that, that broke, then I got a replacement and, <laughs> and that broke uh, a couple of weeks ago. So I'm now waiting on a replacement, replacement, replacement coming back. Um, I've got no luck when it comes to technology. Oh. I should point out, for, for someone who loves it, it hates me. Um, <laughs> so now the camera, this is the camera I do most of my outdoor kind of on the go vlogging is a Sony RX100 Mark II. Uh, I prefer the Mark II because it's the only one in the RX100 line that's got a, an external mic, right, uh, right. which comes from only you can only get one mic from Sony. They're the only people who make a mic because it doesn't right. have a normal mic input. Ah, right. Sony, you've got to buy their input, <laughs> which is going on the hot shoe. Uh, it just gives me a wee bit. They're like overcharged and shit like that. Hundred well. pound for the mic, for, for, for the mic for one camera that it can be used on. Oh, yeah, yeah. Um, but to That's me, it, to me, it's worth it because I use it every time Fuck. I put the camera on. Mm-hmm. That's it. This was seventy six. 
Oh yeah, seventy-six is good for these things. How much was this again? One hundred forty-nine. But they're, they're really good con- condenser mics and stuff like that. So aye. that's still expensive. hundred quid. It's not. I didn't. I, I don't just have money to throw away. I just save up these it, things. I don't just go. Oh, I'll, I'll, what can I buy now? But I should mm. do. Although I'm, I'm <laughs> guessing there's much more expensive mics. Oh god, I. I mean, yeah, this. Yeah. I'm right now. I'm going. This is good. It's not what I would see mm. as a permanent thing. I don't know if you're familiar with the guy uh, who's kind of going big just now, Casey Neistat. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, he was. I, I kind of found him, and that's where I made this kind of contraption that I'm using for vlogging at the moment. Right. Um, uh, so that that's. That's what I'm using. This is basically a scaled down version of his, mm-hmm. um, and and it's, it's it's good. But I can, you know, I'm you not know, always going. Well, I could, you know, improve down the line. Uh, last yeah. night I was I was pricing up a, a stupidly bizarre rig. Uh, I had a handheld gimbal, a GoPro on it, so it's super wide, super smooth. Mm-hmm. Uh, and I thought, right. So if I just buy a, a sort of an, an audio recorder, I was looking at a Zoom H6. I go, if I get that, and I get two wireless lapel mics, you know, me one for, <laughs> one for me, one for somebody else. Clip them on you, you know. And then you're getting nice, you know, nice audio. Just walk with that round in my belt. I've got this handheld gimbal here, so it's nice and smooth, nice and wide. And then I'm looking at the price, going, that's two grand for. Oh fuck. <laughs> so oh, yeah, man. I figured maybe maybe a bit of a pipe dream just now. Well, that's I think you kind of see these things, and you're just thinking, could you, you see other kind of YouTubers using it, and you forget how much money these guys are making. Well, that's Casey, it. Casey Neistat's starts fucking making. Do you mean YouTubers lapel mics though? Um, and all the vloggers I watch, they all tend to use road lapel yeah. mics. Uh, you'll probably know a lot more about this than me, but lapel mics are usually used a lot of the time just for kind of like conversational. Kinda the only one, the only YouTuber I know that uses one is uh, a guy called Bandicles. Right, He's right. the only one I know that uses a lapel hmm. mic. I don't know why. It's well, the only reason I would choose a lapel mic uh, for for doing that for kind of walking and talking stuff. Mm-hmm. Um, it would be because if it was two people, you know, a shotgun mic, which that's one the only reason I was thinking of that as well is because you can't mount in on a GoPro. Um, right, right, right. So, you know, I can put a, the audio recorder strap back to my belt or whatever <laughs> uh, and then have the, the mics there. Uh, but a shotgun mic would be fine. I'm just a bit of a, ah, oh, well, I could do this, but it's way out of my budget and it's just a total dream thing. Um, but uh, no, I mean, a lapel mic is better for controlled environments where you get control of the sound because outside a lapel mic would be next to useless because it's just going to pick up everything around about you because they're on the directional they're going to pick up everything and the voice is basically going to be lost Mm -hmm. Um, but I do intend on because I I want to do tech reviews at one point uh, very soon Um, I want to use a lapel mic for that because just using like onboard sound from the camera or because I've got a wee Rode uh, video mic but it's it's good but it's not great Um, plus the, the the sound quality off the camera you know going into the camera it's got a pretty crap preamp in it right, so right, right. Um, but you know get a real audio recorder it'll mm. just steps things up a wee bit gives me a that's cool, wee man. bit of a, an edge on it but that's just right. I'm, I'm a bit that, the reason I always hold off and making <coughs> stuff I always build it up in my head because oh, it's not perfect you know I'm a bit of a perfectionist in that sense and I need to try and get myself off that thing because it does hold me back more than I'd care to admit well this is one of the things I, I watched a one of your videos where you were kind of just talking about stuff that you'd done in the past few years, and it was the O2 Academy thing. That was really cool, and you're really good at presenting mm. in that sense. You've done a really fucking really good job of that. You ever thought about getting into that kind of idea? I would, stuff? I would love to. I would mm. absolutely kill to be a presenter. Um, mm. I think particularly tech or like a you know stuff like that. You should do um, a podcast, man. <laughs> <laughs> now that sounds. I was invited to do one not long ago. Um, 
by cunts. <laughs> <laughs> um, so I that's I would love to be a presenter, and that's kind of why I'm, I'm looking to do like tech reviews. Yeah. Because uh, I, I know tech, tech's my thing, um, but I just I feel like I talk confidently about it, and because that's the thing I don't know how I would go about getting into being a presenter, but uh, you know. Mm. The best thing to do is ask. Uh, I've, I've asked that a few times, but how how do you begin to be a presenter? It seems like. What, what were we watching at the time? It was the National Television Awards, I think it was. Aye, we were discussing Denmark O'Leary. That's, oh, yeah. that's his bread and butter. Was like, being a presenter. His, bread and, his bread and butter is literally just kind of introducing stuff. Mm. And Ant <laughs> Deck as well. Oh, what like, else do they do? How do you get into that job? <laughs> it's just, it's, it's just yeah. a mad thing. It's, it's bizarre. I, 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 do need, I do need to contact people because I'm in the right industry for it. You know, I'm working Definitely. on telly doing sound, so I just need to try and get on the other side of the camera. Mm-hmm. Um, but I just, yeah, I need to find, talk to the right people. You know, that's what it is. It's knowing the right people. Basically, mm-hmm. the TV and film industry is basically know the right person you can mm-hmm. get anywhere. Because that's good. I've heard like some people like even start off as models or something. Like, you hear kind of like musical arts as well. They kind of get into that. Okay. Simon Amstel, for God's sake, was a comedian. Then he started getting in a post in Pop World or something on Channel 4. Was he a comedian then before that, or did oh he yeah, become he was a comedian, comedian before that? that? He was a child, child, kind of... Uh, you ever seen that famous video with Simon Amstel pretending he's Dame Ed, Edna or something like that? I, that was... You ever oh seen man. that? No. no that's that, that, didn't watch it, ever. <laughs> <laughs> it's terribly cringy to watch, man. Uh, aye, so aye, it's a pretty a pretty cool thing, and you do a good job as well. So it's no, cheers. That, that was really cool. The the, the O2 video because it was a competition, mm-hmm. um, and uh, they, they said shows your presenting skills. So I just sent them because I was doing YouTube at the time. I thought oh, yeah. this is easy. I just sent them a couple of links to my stuff, <laughs> uh, and they said, "Yeah, you're you're the guy. You've won." So that was great. Um, that was kind of nice, and it was totally different being on the other side of the camera, uh, mm-hmm. like. You know, having some other people holding the camera and saying, "Right, uh, we're going to get you to say this, and you, you can go do this, do that." Um, <laughs> that was that was really cool. So, I, you know, I've, I've got that, you know, to show people. Um, <laughs> uh, so that's yeah, I'm, I'm just trying to build up a, a repertoire mm. of things. I, I, even voiceover work, um, I would really enjoy doing that. So it's just I need to do it and then send it off to people. You know, <laughs> I'm constantly fighting myself in my head, going, "I need to do it." Then I go. Ah, oh, but I don't have the right kit, you know, I need to do that so I'm that way. As a constant we, battle, as well. we have right. this we have these big fucking ideas and then we're like, how do we go over it? And then you think about it for a wee while, you kind of research what you're doing, and then sometimes you're like, fuck. I'm not <laughs> it's gonna be too this. difficult, man. So other people, other people are gonna be much better. Oh. So just let yeah. them get on with it. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well this is I want to get back to that video because uh, I was expecting an interview with Bring the Horizon. Right. Uh, at the end. It, were you expecting that when you first started as well? No, I was told no. uh, in, the, in the email it was going to be a, a concert experience type video, right, right, right. Um, which I didn't really know. What well, that, that was meant. very was, vague, innit? It's very I, vague, man. Uh, but but it was it was basically you're gonna you're gonna go you're gonna talk about um, you know you're gonna go interview people before they go see the gig, ask them if they're excited, that kind <laughs> of thing, uh, and then you'll go in and you'll fart about it a wee bit, you know, you'll fart about the the pick the picture kiosk thing that they had in the O2 Um, so we did that and then they said right here's a GoPro go film some stuff at the gig I know that was cool man then they said come back after the third song and we'll we'll do a bit further after the gig and that'll Mm. be you Uh, so it was was a full full night it was about 4 o'clock to midnight if I remember correctly right right it was was really good fun like I totally totally Amazing experience, you know. I would, I would love to be able to do that again. The important question is: Do you actually like Bring Bring Me the Horizon, or are you not a fan? Or the <laughs> that's, that's the big question I want to find. Well, out. I mean, they're not they're not my favourite. I'm mm. fairly 
except in the most kinds of music. Mm. Uh, but I wouldn't say they were my favourites. They've got, they, you know, they can make a song. They can, they're good live. They're loud. Mm. Um, <laughs> That's why have stuff <laughs> on the make stage. Make stuff is fantastic. Yeah. No, I mean, I'm sure in their genre they're very, very good. But mm. they're, they're, they're not my favourite I've got a lot I have the same thing but I do loads of interviews with like Scottish rappers and stuff like mm. that and that's kind of uh, why I started getting into this really mm. and uh, I've interviewed people that perhaps I sort of didn't want to let's not we're trying try to be conservative it. as nice people you're, let, just, let's you're try just open enough just to say shite uh, let's try no hide fair though you've interviewed <laughs> people that are shite you have fair enough totally that must be difficult it is because, like, sometimes you have to kind of pretend. That, that, <laughs> There's a that, lot of pretending involved. that they have any talent that's whatsoever. <laughs> but that's it. You mentioned a network. You're part of a network now. Aye. Could you explain that? Because uh, I've heard the term network being thrown around a lot on YouTube videos and stuff, and I've never quite understood what it actually is. Um. I don't fully know what they are. Right, I know right. I'm part of one, uh, but I, I joined. A couple of years ago, when it was kind of the done thing, there was a, a, a big surge of people, you know, join a network, you need to join a network. No. Um, so I'm signed with Full Screen. Full Screen are one of the more popular ones, and the problem with them is that they're called multi channel networks. The problem mm-hmm. with uh, networks like Full Screen is they are signed to, they're basically there to help you as a, a, a they're, they're almost like a not a manager or a, a what's the word I'm looking like for? Like an agent. Agent, that's agent the word I was looking for. Because yeah, yeah. um, they're supposed to say, you know, oh, we can we can hook you up with, with this YouTuber. You can do a collaboration. Right, with right. here's some really detailed analytics on your your own YouTube videos. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, if you get any copyright suits or anything put against you, they can step in and go, all right, okay, we'll talk to them. We'll make sure it doesn't happen again. Mm-hmm. Um, so they're, they're kind of a safety net, and they are yeah. very very good. I don't know how many I've you know fought off I had fought <laughs> off because of of them, um, mm-hmm. but the problem they have millions of channels associated to them so the right. thing you look at is how can they possibly help every single one of them because um, mm-hmm. they take a percentage of your revenue I make next to nothing uh, mm-hmm. like pennies mm-hmm. uh, so it's not like it's a, a viable income for me mm-hmm. but they take a percentage of that once it gets to a certain amount they go right you can cash out but we take X amount of that oh, yeah. um, which is it's fair they're providing a service totally, yeah, um, yeah. but it is, it's, the reason I signed up was more of a safety net than anything else mm-hmm. um, I know that I don't know if you know Maker Studios they're one of the, the most popular this, ones this is the thing it's by Shea Carroll yeah him, him Kasim G and Philip DeFranco I think started it up when it was, was the station was he part of that as well he was part of it when it was the station uh, That's right, what, right. that was the original name for it and then things got a bit iffy and Phil didn't like the direction it was going mm-hmm. sort of I don't know if it was business decisions or personal uh, but he decided this isn't for me I'm going to leave this and it was Shane Castle a couple of years later he started mm. up SourceFed and that went on to be incredibly successful that's huge isn't it it's huge Aye. man did you see, see that, uh, are you lost in any of this do you understand you I, I'm, I'm hearing names I know what's I've heard of SourceFed <laughs> you heard the I know who's Philip DeFranco is right. I mean he, he has a face and you've heard of the Shaytars and, and I, I know what the Shaytars are that's cool so you've kept up I, I didn't realise I, well, I watch CTFXC. Oh, right. Yeah, so right. they're friends with the Shatars. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So that's the only reason I know about the Shatars. They're, they're all kind of the part of the, yeah. the OG YouTubers, the originals, that's like the, the, right, totally. the founding, the founding fathers, basically yeah. YouTubers. <laughs> Although saying that, I don't. Even, I, I'm subscribed to the CTFXC still, but I don't. Even, mm. I'm always. I tends to get a bit bored watching daily things. For mm. me, I don't mm. know if it's. Aye, kind of there's a. 
that's what I want to bring up with you actually, so it's perfect you brought that up. Yes. Do you feel that, uh, there you go, <laughs> you're useful for something great, well done. <laughs> uh, it's all planned. <laughs> the idea of a uh, daily vlogging is great, it's a fantastic, great idea. Uh, they obviously lose a lot of fucking sleep over that, <laughs> sitting up at night editing before they put the vlogs out and, oh fuck, just, I could not imagine them when it work. Mm. But, because not every day is exciting, they have to kind of liven up their dinner and stuff like that. It's just like really liven stuff up. But when you do vlogs, it's kind of you wait till you're doing something properly that day. Pretty much, you pretty much hit the nail on the head. That's that's mm. what I do. Like I, I have done daily vlogging, but it's been down to a month. I said right. Uh, I think I don't even know if I still get it up or I took it down or whatever. But uh, I did once do a full month, like first to the thirty first of vlogging. That was a full month of vlogging, and that was heavy going. I think I probably picked the worst month because I was still working at pre market at the time, and it was summer, and I was doing a ton of overtime. So I was, I was basically every morning I was waiting up going right. I'm going to work today. Right, I'm out of work. I'm going to open my bed now. <laughs> that was it. Um, so that was, that was it was probably the worst month to do it, but it did. It taught me a lot as well because mm-hmm. the amount of work you need to do then to get back at the end of the night, sit and edit. You know, maybe midnight, you're back up at oh, six oh. for work or whatever. It's heavy going. How, how many See, I've lo- thought of this, right? Hang on. Look, sorry. <laughs> go, but what about, right? You'd film all the vlogs in advance for a week, and then every Sunday, you just sit down, you take a day, you listen to some music. Some hardcore thrash. Edit movie. all your videos for the week and then you upload them every day. It's still a daily vlog, isn't it? It doesn't. Uh, it doesn't uh, need to be the day before. You no, could. No, no. Uh, you could absolutely do that. Like there's a few of them that like two days sort of ahead and stuff like that. Aye. Oh, aye. Well, if every like Casey and I start the CTFXC when you, uh, when you uh, watch yeah, them, they're two days. They're a day out. They're usually a day out. I think because mm. they can't get them up the same day. Yeah. Mm. Um, but uh, yeah, I, I suppose there's no reason you couldn't do you know film for a week and then put them out. You know, mm-hmm. we'll try it. We'll just do that. Just sit there every we, Sunday. We, 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 we. I hate cameras, man. There'll be a lot of <laughs> on my bed. Aye. Awake. <laughs> kind of. It's always seem to do. I'm going back to bed though. It's interesting because we have kind of interesting people coming a lot of the time, so it's pretty cool in that sense. But it's always just in the house, <laughs> so it's kind of there's no much happening in that sense. I we're not fun. <laughs> Oh, this is why we get interesting people in, because we're not interesting people. Ah, right, sorry. <laughs> the average amount of interest goes up significantly when anybody else comes to the house. <laughs> that's how that's how we live our life. So, uh, how long did it take you to actually? Because you hear about this quite a lot as well. How long did it take you to actually get used to talking to a camera? Because it's been to be mental when you first start. It's bizarre. A lot of people don't get it for a start they don't mm. get it they're like why would you want to talk to a camera but some, it. it's a nice outlet you know definitely um, but I, I, it took me uh, f- it didn't take me long if I'm honest I'd always kind of been interested in, in that sort of thing uh, I'd always, I've always been into music so I'm used to performing in front of a crowd you know I've, I've played at school shows um, not, to, <laughs> not to big myself up played that's to, the scariest ones as well school shows oh, oh yeah pals are oh, judging yeah, you um, but uh, I, I took to it fairly quickly. Um, my girlfriend, she has done one or two uh, with me, or she did yeah, yeah. one on her own as well. Um, she doesn't like hearing her own voice, and a lot of people, I don't blame her, a lot of people like that, you um, know, they don't like hearing their own voice back. Dennis for ages as well. Um, but, you know, I, you know, I've kind of become I've desensitised to it, basically. Mm. Uh, I'm, I'm totally used to it, so it doesn't really bother me. Mm. Um, but I definitely, always before I go out, I'll, you know, if I'm going out, 
and I'm going to be vlogging that day, I'll ask any pals that I'm going out with, you are right with me vlogging, because oh, some yeah, of them are totally. like, uh, you know, I've yet to meet someone who says no. Mm-hmm. Some folk are like, oh, you know, but generally they're fine. That's it. And if they don't want input in, I, I think I, it, it I think in this kind of generation, we've kind of got used to the, used to the idea, kind of people running about with cameras and stuff, because they've got their phones and they're always kind of taking photos and stuff. That's oh, it. But I think there's As a we've got older generation, they're kind of no used to that at all. Cause I think there's new. a difference between vlogging a bit like that with your phone, mm-hmm. then walking like that and speaking to right. the, to the. Well, that's I mean the setup I'm the, using. I've got it attached to a, a wee small tripod mm-hmm. that I use as a handle. That's that's a bit out there for what a lot of folk are, are looking at but, but a lot of people just you know, like have a wee camera like that sort of yeah. like a GoPro or something like that kind of like really simple setup but that's obviously going to be a, it's a lot of better quality as it's, well. it's a bit more it's a bit intimidating as well and folks say that they go Jesus like, you know, you oh, know yeah. what's the, what, what do you get that for how do you need something that big mm-hmm. but it's just what, what I'm comfortable with you know that's I've it. got a, 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 it's really bizarre there's something bizarre about having the, the disconnect of not actually touching the camera because mm-hmm. I'm holding this tripod or, or handle for it it's, it's somehow easier for me to oh, talk yeah. to it because you know there's something about holding a camera you're like Whoa. but when you're holding the handle for <laughs> some reason because you're not touching some, the physical uh, camera uh, itself I, I, I don't know why I understand that but I totally get that it's, it's, a, it's a bizarre subconscious is it because like, you're obviously you're not directly attached to the camera sort of thing You've aye I think that must be what it is so um, good one but it's, it's, do you not feel that way um, I totally get that I just don't understand why do you not feel that way when the pop the pop shields are on here because you're kind of like, there's a well, not because like the first because we're, we're used to it now. Well, I rapped for mm-hmm. years, so I was kind of used to mm-hmm. pop shields in my face. And, ah. Well, that's fair enough. That's but fair enough. this seems better for other people, I would, I would, mm-hmm. I would imagine. Yeah. Well, I mean, even if you're looking at like TV interviews, a lot of the time, if you say to someone, right, we're just going to rehearse this, you know, we'll just we'll ask you a couple of questions, get you warmed up and stuff. Mm-hmm. As soon as you say to them, right, we're going to go for a record here, it all goes. Oh. So that, that they totally, they totally oh. sort of. Their brain just goes, oh, I can't do this. But if you record the whole thing and re- say it's a rehearsal, mm-hmm. they're, they're absolutely fine. <laughs> we, we tried to get a, a couple of friends and a family member in, and uh, they're obviously told they're just not used to fucking all this kind of stuff. Mm. And uh, we've got the man, we, we have a, a proper good laugh a lot of the time when we're getting and we're not doing this kind of stuff. But uh, the minute we got e- the man. Even while Sean was setting up the yeah, mics yeah. at this point, well, we were still. Ourselves laughing already. They're mm. the, they're just the concept of us sitting down and talking shit, basically. The minute we press record, you can see them just kind of going. Oh. <laughs> I, it's nervous, I, man. That, as soon as you do that, folks, answers turn into yes. <laughs> no. Yes. Uh, yes. That's <laughs> it. I've even had that with interviews when people are like, they're really up for getting an interview and stuff like that. So they come through and they're kind of like, yep. Yep. And it's like trying to get blood out of stone sometimes. Aye. But it's fucking. I, I, it's I think you cool. were to blame for some of the interviews, though, because you were also a shit interviewer. <laughs> I, I did start off pretty, pretty terrible, like, but I'm fucking. Instead amazing. of trying to bring up some conversation, you'd go, alright, so. And Aye, then change. That, that, that was a good development. I used to start off when I'd done interviews, I would like. Uh, if you heard the Howard Stern. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Right? yeah. What, he, what he does in our interview process, he'd write down, like, too many questions, like 70 questions sometimes mm. I've heard them that he'd Fuck. And he would just ask these questions in a kind of fucking questionnaire type scenario, just to kind of ask and then fucking find out what's happening and then move on to the next one. So I thought, right, if that's what he's doing, he's pretty successful at it. <laughs> I'll just write down half, half <laughs> the amount of questions for people. So then I would ask questions and then they would get to the end of what they were saying and instead of actually trying to tie it into something else and kind of freestyle it a wee bit, 
uh, I would just move on to the next question and it could be completely unrelated. Aye. And I would just be like, cool, so, and then just move on straight away. So it's like I totally was not listening to what they were saying. <laughs> so that's a... And Howard Stern's case, so was a lot of the questions no quick answers. A lot of the times. Whereas like, you were asking, like, what's your longest story? And then expecting uh, a quick fire uh, totally, comeback. Totally. That's it. So it's a terrible way to end the film, man. I hate that <laughs> fucking stuff, man. Uh, I want to talk to you about, uh, you mentioned as well, you were on Mrs. Brown's Boys. I was, aye. <laughs> how did that come about, man? Uh, how did that come about? Now, what it was... You know what? I can't remember. I can't remember for the life of me. I basically, I was the only extra who wasn't a member of their tour crew. Because um, I think I had been... That's what it was. So I had been a pudgy bear. I was in pudgy suit for a Nina and the Neurons episode. Uh, it's a kids' TV show, a kids' science right, show. Right. Uh, they were doing a children in need bid, and I was the guy uh, okay. in the suit doing, oh, you know, I was just, you're not allowed to speak, so you're oh, just, yeah, doing, just doing your waving, waving uh, nodding, doing all this exaggerated, bouncing about, thumbs up, all that stuff. <laughs> um, which, might I point out, not easy to do in one of those suits. They are incredibly warm. I can uh, imagine. I've just, seen them in Florida and stuff like that. Aye, just Florida, there was, I, I was. And and was in the parade. Oh, I, I was. I was a wee fat eight year old. It was awesome. <laughs> but running about in Florida, these people in big fluffy suits. I'm like, mm-hmm. fucking hell. Yeah. No. I'm in shorts and t-shirt. I'm already dying. Yeah. You're jumping about like a madman <laughs> in a big fluffy costume. Yeah. But apparently they've like actually ice, got ice, ice things on. Yeah, they've they've got like coolant systems in them. But it's it's no. the hardest thing is the head the head. Like as soon as the, the, you know, cut, you're like. <laughs> 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 Taking the head off. It's, I've um, even had a problem with just like, kind of, like wearing a mask at Halloween and shit. Like, oh yeah, yeah. You're that, wearing a big giant pudgy head. It's a fucking a pain, painful um, experience. So like basically, I I, had, I did that and then I can't remember how I got to that point, but I was going to be appearing in a Mrs. Brown's Boys episode as mm. Pudsey, uh, just because I happened to fit into the suit. Um, <laughs> but I love that, the fact that they're just kind of interchanging you between programs as Pudsey the Bear. Aye, I, 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 I wasn't amazing. even I wasn't employed by the BBC or anything no. at this point. I was in uh, I was in Shadow and my dad who works in the BBC as well. Right. Um, and that they were like, oh, we need someone to be Pudsey. The runner's too tall. Oh, did you want to do it? And I'm going, okay. Uh, and then I can't remember how I got to it for the life of me, but I got, you know, I was asked, do you want to maybe do it for Mrs. Brown's? Um, and then eventually that fell through. But Brendan, the Mrs. Brown himself, uh, he said, listen, I <laughs> Mrs. Like- Brown himself. A <laughs> <laughs> beautiful wee, so beautiful sentence. It's our turn of phrase. Um, <laughs> he, he said to me, I still want to get you in the show. I feel bad for you know the the whole thing getting cancelled because it was just mm-hmm. it was going to be too long or that's what it was. It wasn't going to work originally. What they were going to do was they thought it was going to be his uh, her son. Um, you know the guy who's always in the costumes. He's always in. Oh, yeah, dude, yeah, that's yeah. his that's his job. It was she thought Pudgy's going to come out. She's going to think it's him. She's <laughs> going to try and get the helmet off and just rip it off. It's no coming. And eventually Pudgy's is going to stand up and punch her. But they thought maybe that won't go over quite too well. This is Brown attacking Pudgy, so they mm. scrapped that idea. But Brendan eventually just said to him, he says, you know, I feel bad for that. Do you want to come in and be an extra? So mm. That's how that happened. You were in the bar. I was in the bar scene, yeah, oh. for season. Th- Three episode one, uh, all the bar right. scenes in the background. I'm gonna to have to rewatch that because I'll, 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 I'll see when I went out. I had my Facebook was folk going, "Is that you? Are you in that?" <laughs> yeah, that's cool. I know that's cool. Do, do you enjoy Mrs. Brown's Boys? Are you a fan? Yeah. Of oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Always gonna see the stage shows when they're in town. Um, mm-hmm. 
always nice to see them. They're, they're lovely folk. We're, we're quite pally with the. They sound like fantastic people, man. There's, there's no more style of comedy. I'm mm. not quite into it as much. Season I know one, it's I think, was awesome. Season one was really good. I know that it's a bit polarising. I know folk. Mm. You, you, there's no folk who go, ah, it's alright. It's either, oh, it's really funny, or I, I hate no. it. Oh, I've yet to meet it. someone who goes, there's never any middle ground. It's quite, it's quite annoying. But uh, I watched the recent live show, I think, uh, I watched the DVD the re- mm. of the recent one. And it was actually really, really good. Yeah. Was this the, the one that was... Uh, just the one that was at Christmas. Just oh, right. Christmas. I, that's, I, was, I was, was in the audience for that. Uh, nah, were they done the pantomime? Nah. Well, the pantomime thing was funny. Is that the... Where was it? The Pavilion? Or was it the King's Theatre? Uh, that's how they started. That's how they, the, ah. the show. They were doing shows here. And Stephen McCrum, the producer, he was like, mm. this is amazing. Do you want to come to a show? And <laughs> they ended up doing it. That's mad. That's, that's crazy. So what? Still game happened as well, was it not? Yeah, still game started out as a stage show. I feel live show and then just kind of moved on for there. Yeah. I need to get a yeah, stage show or something. Can you, can you TV. No, can you no. Well, you That's probably it. your first hurdle. You probably, <laughs> that, you probably need to get that step for first. What you need to do is get a Potsy the Bear costume and just walk around the BBC. Just going, only, only in the month of November though. Doing it in like oh, yeah, yeah. April or folk about like what the hell? January or something like that. <laughs> like you're either late or too. I'd early. argue that April was more edgy. <laughs> what going? This guy's keen. Ready as no, keen. We need to get him on board. Is that a wee promotional tool? Exactly. <laughs> I think you two are missing the. Missing the, the point. That's it. We're clearly missing it here. <laughs> that's, that's great, man. So your idea is to kind of get in and present and stuff like that. You, you got any ideas about uh, extra work and stuff? Are you, are you interested in that or like being an extra? Or what? What about even acting? You, uh, you know what? I've never tried it. I, I don't know. Again, it's one of these things. I've, I've got friends who are making films and stuff as well, and I've said to them, "Listen, if you need someone who I can't guarantee I'll be any good, but you know, I mm-hmm. quite fancy trying my hand at acting." Oh. Um, so, if I get the opportunity, I'll take it because I, I think it would be really cool to be an actor. Definitely. I don't. I know it's not easy, so I'm not going to say that I'll take to it easily because I mm-hmm. don't know how good I'd be. Um, but. I would, lo- I would love to try it, you know, that was, uh, I know friends who are doing stuff for uni and uh, college courses and just for fun, making their own short films and stuff, so I said to them, you know, give me a shout, so aye, I would love to, I would give it a try, certainly. Excellent, man. So what you what you got as far as ideas for kind of future work that you're going to be doing on YouTube and stuff? Uh, I, I, like I say, I would love, I, well, I would love to, and I'm going to uh, be doing tech reviews, uh, mm. starting out with something like my phone, the OnePlus 2, because it's kind of niche device, it's quite interesting right. to talk about. Um, cameras, camera reviews and camera kit, I've got a whole bunch of that that's lying about the house that, mm-hmm. you know, when you look up reviews, there's only three or four of them and they're not very good. Um, oh, yeah, so I, I feel like right. I could do a really good job of it. That's the reason I want to do it, because I feel like I can do it well. This is a mad thing, because like, uh, usually if I'm going to buy something, I'll usually check a YouTube First review. Place you go YouTube buy. Mm. And sometimes you could like, uh, like, it's mad because if you watch something that's rubbish at reviewing and getting the kind of basic idea off the camera all I really want to know is if the quality is good for yeah. a camera or a microphone and stuff like that but if somebody's bad at reviewing it 10 times out of 10 I'll look for someone else yeah so I, well, I, the, the person who's reviewing it is you know mm, partly responsible it. for it's mad. It's the, mad. The, the you know person buying it mm. so you know, I know what I'm looking for in a review I know what I like to see in a, a, a review it. so I'll, you know I'll put that forward I, you know I will be mm. the guy that makes the good review mm. uh, so that folk go oh what's he you know this but the problem is buying stuff to review is very expensive I could imagine uh, <laughs> especially the stuff that I want to review oh, yeah. um, like the thing I'm looking at next is the Sony a7s2 which is a, a mirrorless DSLR that's just taking the mm. folk are 
creaming over it because it's it's phenomenal. <laughs> no problem is it costs two grand. So I'm going, well, maybe not right now. Um, cool. But it's, you know, these things are just goals. Mm. I'm setting myself sort of mm. f- far end goals and then just trying to baby step my way towards them. Mm-hmm. Uh, so I'm going to start, you know, review GoPros. I've got a, another wee action camera coming. Um, the comparison because it's one of the action cameras. Cool. Everyone wants one. Everyone needs one for something or other. Mm-hmm. Um, so just different price points and go right if you want it for this buy this if you want it for this buy this if you want it for this buy that um, so definitely tech reviews would love to be able to go to like CES uh, E3 Comic Con all these things would love to be able to do that mm. kind of thing that would be amazing um, and I don't know I, I would love to be able to do short films uh, I don't mm. I'm, I, I don't know how many people I've told this to but I'm rubbish at coming up with like say making a short film was 10 steps you know coming up with the ideas was 3 of those steps mm-hmm. I am rubbish at taking that first step of coming up with an original idea but just kind of sitting down the papers kind of I, here's, here's a character this is what I want them to do this is the story I want to tell with them I'm crap at that right, see right. somebody say, comes to me with an idea and says listen I've got I've got this character and I think I want them to do this I'm like Give me a, I know what I'm doing with that. Mm-hmm. You know, I, someone gives me an idea, I can run with it. So you're more of a kind of a, a plan in mind rather than a kind of. I I I, I don't know. I, I, I like to think I'm a bit. I've got a bit of everything, but definitely mm-hmm. I, I I just struggle with that first step. I came. I watched the uh, went to see the Revenant a couple of nights ago, and I finally came up with my first idea for something right. just myself. So I was really excited. So I'm going to get that <laughs> filmed when the weather's good. Um, no dialogue, just a more almost for camera stuff but what try and tell a really small story in there mm-hmm. but it was just watching The Revenant and I was like this is what I wanted. you know I've got an idea for something and that's also another thing I would like to be able to do movie reviews because I watch movies quite a lot um, and I know what I'm talking about I've, I've studied it and I've spent a lot of time watching you know different techniques all these kind of things mm-hmm. uh, understanding different directors you know when you look at a Tarantino film or Spielberg you know I, I, Kubrick or whatever um, you know you look at their different styles and you go oh that's really good you know that's just his style that's, that's his style yeah. and it's you know I just I know my stuff I don't like blowing my horn but I know my stuff good perfect man see that's I think the thing I like about your videos because you're always kind of up for kind of fucking about like, yeah <laughs> the loads of experimentation yeah yeah, yeah. About a lot of time because there's loads of YouTubers that kind of do the same thing a lot of the time and it kind of mm. gets a bit fucking boring a lot of the time uh, just the fact that you're up for experimenting doing different stuff you done a, a dub video of oh, Incredibles, yeah. Yeah, 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 which I thought, was... sorry to use the word again, but Incredible was fucking brilliant. <laughs> that was, that really was part job. of a college course, that was an actual oh. college, uh, that was a, a college project that we were asked to do, and that was part of our oh. graded unit kind of thing. I was, yeah, I was pissing myself laughing, it was fucking beautiful, man. That was, yeah, that was good fun, that was, mm. that was really good fun, and I, I think that might actually be my most viewed. Is it? Uh, yeah, I think so. It's, I think, last time I checked, certainly it was 5,000 views, which is awesome. Sure, <laughs> For, for essentially it's for three guys farting about in a recording studio mm. that was amazing so that was all just you the voices no no jeez that wasn't no. just me that was me oh, and right. two other guys uh, two other right, guys right, was, right. we were in groups um, I did how did I do it I did Edna and I did all the, the other the screams and the shouts and all right. that kind of thing that was because so, I had you know I said from the start I want to do Edna I want to do Edna because I feel like I can do her voice because um, I like doing voices That's, even driving here I'm just sitting in the car doing different uh, varying, various levels of voices looking like if somebody had seen you you'd look like a mental cycle, person basically. absolutely Definitely. mental person yeah <laughs> But that things like that don't bother me, so that's, I have no problem doing that. That's good. I noticed you, um, you were in a shop. I think it was the painting vlog, I think, with your girlfriend. Yes. Yeah. You were in a shop. Yeah. And quite openly, just with a camera. Yeah. Just quite confident, man. That's, that's a Very thing that weird look me to death. Yeah. But one of my favourite things to do, when you're vlogging and stuff, mm. 
watching it through, you, you, every, most people look at the person yeah. doing the vlogging. I like to look around them. Look I do that. The people behind them, because you see folk looking at them going, what the fuck is he doing? And I, I've done that. It's, and even for me, when you're talking to the camera, you look straight down the lens. Just look right at the Because see if you look left and right, there are folk who are looking at you go, and that throws you off because then you're like, ah. Uh, and, oh, yeah, so totally. just look down the lens because that's all that matters and eventually everything else just kind of blanks out um, <laughs> and I've, I've kind of got used to it anyway mm. you know people that see you you see them for five seconds and then they're gone you know right, well, that's it, that's I think it. my favourite video is was an Australian guy sitting down in a cafe and he was it was with his pal trying to eat his, his dinner or whatever <laughs> and he's trying to vlog at the same time but you can see like a, a bunch of people walking past him just going <laughs> and that's my favourite thing it's so much more interesting than hearing them speak uh, it'd be cool to get to a point where that's no that's not weird it'd be good to get to a point where it's just like Aye. no oh, it wouldn't because then I wouldn't hear anything See, in, LA, in LA if you've heard people talking about this because it's so kind of well known in LA and get the, even kind of the big cities and stuff like mm. that um, there's kind of there's obviously you still get people staring at you as, if, as you've just said but it's kind of a wee bit more accepted and a wee bit more well known. Yeah. But if you come somewhere like Fife, it's not so well known. It aye, just looks a bit you can't, you, you People look at you like you're walking around with no clothes aye, on. Aye, totally. it's, it's, aye. it's crazy, man. But I think um, YouTube still, as much as we like to think it's kind of it's improved a hell of a lot, it's still in a pretty early fucking stage. It's it's. I would say it's in its adolescence just mm-hmm. now. A uh, 2006 to. Probably about 2014, I would say mm-hmm. it was. It was in its maybe 2012. It was in its infancy. Mm-hmm. Uh, it was alien to a lot of people. 2006, you get your OG people like uh, Zay Frank, uh, Philip DeFranco, Shea Carroll, mm-hmm. uh, all these guys who started. You know when YouTube started. Mm-hmm. Um, that was that was. You know if you were to say to people, I'm making a YouTube video. They would, first of all, what's YouTube? Second of all, what's oh, yeah, a YouTube yeah. video? And three, why? Um, nowadays, everyone knows about YouTube. Mm-hmm. Whether it be like 60, 70 year old folk just going, oh, I saw this video of this wee cat, and you go, oh, that's lovely, you know, there's a whole bunch of other stuff out there. You're watching the stuff I watched, you know, 10 years ago. Um, oh, crap, YouTube's 10 this year, is it not? Is it 10 years? Oh, no, was it, was it last year? I can't remember, but well, certainly. I think it was because it was like an anniversary. It was a big yeah, it was, thing. It was, it was 2015, last I think, oh, yeah. um, was the anniversary, but that's, you know, it's 11 years old now. Mm-hmm. Uh, so a lo- everyone knows what it is, and I would say probably. People maybe two, three years older than me and below mm-hmm. uh, all know what YouTubers are. They all know what the, the concept of being a, a vlogger, you know, all that kind of thing. It's it's more familiar with them. But as you get older, you know, you look at older age groups. Mm-hmm. It's gone up to being a vague thing to them that you yeah. know people. I've worked with quite a lot of older people. Uh, mm-hmm. Not I say older people like 40 you know oh, not not that old but older than me oh. um, and, and they don't get it you know I've seen oh I saw this guy on YouTube and he was just sitting you know talking to himself and he's like yeah yeah and then I'm the guy who's sitting <laughs> going yeah, yeah but you know he's doing it for a reason you know he, this is his living he makes a living off it and they're like what he makes a living talking mm-hmm. to a camera and you go yeah but it's not as easy as that he's also the one who's editing it and he's Edit putting it up and he's doing all that mm-hmm. so there's more to it than that it. it's still undiscovered to I would say most people, mm. um, but the people who know about it and care about it are very passionate about it, so it does kind of keep it. itself running. And the more I, I feel like I've grown up with it, um, or grown older with it, but the older I get, I'll still know about it. But mm. everyone who's born, you know, from now will know about it. You know, when they get to seventy, that'll still be 
part of their, I'm, their, I'm, their I, life. I'm excited to see the next generation kind of going through that. And I think I've always had YouTube though. Yeah. Mm. I think you might have, I, yeah. Because I didn't get the internet till I was, what, 14? It would have been about 2006 we got the internet. <laughs> Right, I, was so at col- I was at college in 2004. I've never not had YouTube. That is insane. Uh, that's crazy, man. That's crazy. Well, you say you're looking forward to the next generation. Mm. I think it's I think it's an interesting point just now because 2006 to, we'll say, 2012, it was all about the wee guy. The wee oh, guy yeah. sitting in his bedroom, talking to a camera. It could be a crap camera, it could be talking to his laptop, you know. Mm-hmm. Uh, but recently, it's all become about the bigger, you know, the companies, TV networks, and TV networks as well. Maker Studios, they're massive, you know, uh, SourceFed, they're now a, a, you know, a network, they're part of Discovery, uh, Discovery Channel, oh, they're yeah. part of that network. Um, so Maker's working with Disney now as well. Disney, Disney bought, bought Maker, so you're looking crazy, at that. Isn't it? There yeah. you go. So you're looking at that, you know, Shea Carl was now, well, I think he, he's moved on from it as well now, but you're looking uh, at, that was his boss. That's you it. Know? <laughs> so now now that the focus has shifted to that, and even if you look at guys who are still doing it in their bedroom, uh, Marquez Brownlee, he's my MKBHD, he's a tech reviewer, he's <laughs> top dog. Um, <laughs> he's a couple of years younger than me, and he still does it from his bedroom, but he's filming on a red camera, which costs like $30,000. He's filming on lenses Fucking that hell. are like $20,000 a pop. Crazy. It's all about production value, so a lot of the newer people are going, oh, I need these big expensive cameras to be able to make good stuff. Mm-hmm. But... People need to understand that it's not all about the cam, the kit. That's it. You know, pick up your phone. phones. iPhones have, you know, all phones nowadays have cracking cameras. Just pick yeah, one up. It's, it. it's, it's, it's the people behind the camera. But there is this point we're getting to where I think it might discourage people if they're going, oh, I don't have the, the right kit. I need, to, I need to get the kit and then I can start. I'm guilty of it myself, but that's that's my, my problem of being a perfectionist you know i always see that but i'm getting better at it certainly mm-hmm. uh, but that's i think it's interesting where it's going because it's getting to a point of is it going to be pushed and moved forward now by the big companies or are the little people going to make a resurgence mm-hmm. uh, or, or is it going to be like two divided camps because you know paid subscriptions that has started. I forgot they've added that as well. Eh? Yeah, you can now support channels by giving them money. So mm-hmm. it's it's a it's an interesting time. So I think it'll be it's definitely interesting. Five years the, the addition to Patreon and stuff like that. You could pay for videos, see them before they go up, and so yeah, that's pretty cool dynamic to go through and as well. Yeah, it's totally. Cool, man. It's um, it's yeah, it's an interesting time, and, mm-hmm. and even in like two three years' time, it'll be interesting to see where where, where it's at. Definitely, yeah. man. So. Well, that's, I, I want to try and get more YouTubers in to kind of talk about that and hopefully get like a wee round table set up, man. Yeah, yeah. And get you back, man. I'd be cool. up for that. Yeah, definitely. That'd yeah, that'd be cool. If you, and obviously if you know of any, kind of any other YouTubers and think they might be interested in commenting, that'd be pretty cool as well. Yeah. Uh, I just want to say thanks for coming, man. Oh, not a problem. Not a problem. Really enjoyed Much it. Much appreciated, man. Much appreciated. My first ever podcast. Is this your first ever one you've done? First ever podcast. I, I wasn't even a big listener of podcasts. You know what? Podcasts mm. are becoming really popular these days. Oh, yeah. Because um, they, were, they were big for a while and then they kind of went away and now they're, now they're back big. Well, it started time. off with like Ricky Gervais kind of started uh, all that stuff off and then you're now in the kind of era of the era, fuck off. <laughs> you know, like the kind of area of like yeah, Joe Rogan podcast and all that kind of yeah. stuff. They're all kind of getting. Who, who would be considered the top podcast? Uh, God, who's in it? Joe Rogan, I think. Is is it no, was it, what was like a interview the Obama? Uh, oh, for, aye, Mark Maron, significantly man. bigger, I assume. Mark Maron, aye. The flu. We're not going to get David Cameron anyway. Let's be honest. <laughs> Uh, Barack Obama flew into this guy. So, like Mark Maron's a, like a famous comedian from America, right? Basically, so this is the idea. Uh, I'm just going to this quickly. A lot of the guys that do podcasts are usually quite known for something already. Mm-hmm. So they've already got that fan base and they kind of use that to advertise stuff. Mm-hmm. 
we who started the podcast with no real <laughs> no real direction for it so the fact that we're just getting kind of people in and we're wanting to kind of grow for there and yeah. make this your kind of niche idea basically and kind of grow for there but um, it's hard to grow a podcast though it's really hard to grow a podcast but again with YouTube you've got you've got things that could drag people in you've got mm-hmm. uh, titles that could put people in you've got oh, shit. <laughs> a scorpion an actual well it was live now dead scorpion oh, yeah. A wee it's a beautiful looking scorpion though. It is beautiful, isn't it? It's a wee filthy dried scorpion. I've, I've got to say, I've never heard anyone call scorpion beautiful before. That's, that's got to be a first. I know it's mentioned Welcome to Fife, Tory. <laughs> but anyway, thanks, Corey, for coming in. Oh, not a problem. Much appreciated, man. And we'll see if we can try and tackle the scorpion. Oh, my God. There's oh. fucking legs. It's, I, 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 no way you can uh, get me to eat that. Before you go, no, I if, like. you, if you want to see your YouTube name and All right, uh, you like. Hi. So my, my YouTube channel is just my name, uh, youtube.com slash Corey Milne. That's C-O-R-E-Y-M-I-L-N-E because folk always fuck up spelling my name. Um, <laughs> yeah, I, I'm, I'm doing vlogs. I, I'm not particularly big fan of the term vlog I don't know why I just don't think it rolls off the tongue um, <laughs> but I, I'm doing those kind of out and about things I, I generally only pick up the camera if I'm doing something that day because like you oh. said earlier it's boring as fuck to watch someone sitting out definitely, all day but I'm going to be doing it more and more, especially now that I've got more spare time. I'm going to be doing other things. I've got, you know, tech reviews are going to be my, my thing I'm going to put a lot of my time into uh, in the future. So if you're into that sort of stuff, check, check it out. I've got just over a thousand subscribers at the moment. So I don't set, you can't set goals for how many subscribers you want to reach because it, it never pans out. You know, it's impossible to, to totally out your hands. Because uh, the reason I've got a thousand is because I was referred to by uh who was it now was she a Canadian or American she was doing this support the wee guys kind of thing and my channel was among those and it was in one That's night cool. against 700 so it's absolutely <laughs> bonkers uh, so but I, you know I, I, I don't want to I would like to keep doing this and I'd like to grow and grow because who, who doesn't want to grow um, but it's just because I love doing it it's really good fun and hopefully that comes across my videos that I actually enjoy doing it mm-hmm. uh, despite if uh, uh, I may come across as grumpy sometimes so people tell me all the time that I'm grumpy but I'm trying, trying like to change grumpy. that grumpy is good well, I'm, the problem is like we're it. Scottish we're naturally that's grumpy you know Definitely, that's man. what we're we're born and raised to be just everything we say is with a hint of oh for fuck's sake alright I love that shit well if you you look at Frankie Boyle Frankie Boyle is actually like pretty fucking intense sometimes when you hear him talk about it but he's doing comedy yeah (laughs) he's telling that well who was it Bill Burr I was watching I don't know if you're familiar with the web series uh, Comedians in Cars Getting Coffee the Jerry Seinfeld thing I absolutely love it that's that's another big thing I'd love to be able to get a kit like that and go out with a pal just me and him and do something like that Um, but I was watching him Bill Burr talking on that show about comedians and he's like you don't realise the, the level of anger that comedians are talking at you know <laughs> people watch and go oh this is really funny but Bill Burr's going no look at him he's really really <laughs> angry about this <laughs> only per- certain people can see it but he's really really angry talking about that that's oh, great man that's great uh, so I again thanks for coming through man no I'm thanks for having me it was really good uh, one last thing before you go before we finish up hi uh, I put some on Facebook the other day on a Facebook status and it was a 
thing saying how hard it is for Scottish people to say the name Carl. Oh yeah, yeah. Uh, you this. said <laughs> that you were able to do it. Yeah. So could you go a fuggy a wee oh, countdown? Yeah. A wee countdown, yeah. A wee countdown. Yeah. A, a drum roll, drum roll. I'm not buying it. I'm not buying it. Are you ready? Well, see, now, I, I'd like to preface this by saying I've been told by a handful of people that my accent is not distinctly Scottish. It's not right. very Scottish. A, a guy I went to college with said I had no accent. <laughs> um, <laughs> so and that's why I think it's maybe easier for me because I can understand why some people right. with a thicker accent maybe get I could hear you saying it now. That's annoying. Oh, yeah, I could hear it coming out of his mouth. <laughs> so, so right. I'll, I'll be more than happy. Do you want counting down or I'll just go for it? Or... Carl. <laughs> Fucks. <laughs> Carl. See it. Carl. It's it just it's so hard because like we say Carl. Ah, you've got the the, stro- the the hard R. And I've tried to. Well, be I've like... got a power pole. You say his name. They get the annoying one, Kakodi. But Nico. No, no. <laughs> See now you're digging a hole. I can't. Man. I can't. No, I've just elbowed somebody for being annoying that I shouldn't have. <laughs> I know. Now you got the wrong guy. I'm gonna I... cut this out. Oh fucking hell! I can't even say his name because then it'll exp- Oh, oh, oh! You're a bit well. Aye. What? Can't say his name. Well. I can't even say the name, the letter L, without sounding like a as fucking an, as an R and an L problem that you have. Aye. Mm-hmm. So when I say, when I say his name, it's Wow. As Whereas it's meant to be. Go for it. Go for it. Well. It just makes it sound very well spoken. Will William. Your face just kind of his flaps underneath your chin and it's, it's all fucked up. And you start and doing words it. with R as well. Mm-hmm. But I could say Friday. Perfect. Right. So what, what's, what's one of these words that you can't say? Oh, I can't think it off the top of my head. Say Carl. That's Carl. 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 Oh shit, that's impossible. Carl. 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 I even tried, I was practicing for about five minutes one day. And uh, I'm sure just after I put the stairs up and I was going, Carl, what? I have to go American to get it, to get it Aye. Carl. Hey, Carl, how Carl. you doing? Well, that works perfectly. Uh, what, have you seen the, minute, the minute you go to Scottish, you're like, Carl. Well, Carol. Stupid. Carol, get over here. Okay, some end up saying, saying Carol. Carol, <laughs> the woman's name. But what was the... Carol's much easier, the, like... What's the car- uh, YouTube uh, cartoon? It's llamas with hats, I think it is. One of them is called Carl. Oh. Uh, and that's just one of the catchphrases of it. It's just Carl. <laughs> so check that out because that's hilarious. Llamas with hats. Did you know also work out that a Scottish person saying purple? Yes. <laughs> Let me explain this first. Uh, I done an interview with an American rapper called Kuda Brown. Shout to Kuda Brown. Um, I don't even why the fuck we got to that point, but uh, before Because this was the one where we both done it, mm-hmm. wasn't it? We were supposed to do an interview and we sat and chatted, like just on Skype for about an hour and 20 minutes before we got to the interview, which lasted about 40 minutes, so we chatted for ages. And trying to explain the word purple to an American person, he just, uh, and he just understood nothing. That oh, I suppose. Purple. Yeah, yeah, because they've, they've got a much softer way of saying it. Purple. Purple, yeah. Yeah, like, purple. Pu- purple. Purple. There's a lot of plosives in there. Even more, <laughs> even letters that aren't supposed to be plosive, like R, somehow mm. becomes a plosive purple. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I suppose I can understand it's that. Yeah. Right. Purple's a hard Scots have totally fucked everything, haven't they? I, I love the Scottish accent because it's like... I well, like, we were talking but... just before you turned up about fucking Fraser. About Ro- uh, Roslyn. 
And I oh, usually yeah, pronounce it Raz because that's how they pronounced it. Oh, yeah, Not right. realising that an American saying O, oh, they pronounce it Ah. Yeah, well, so we, Gra- Fraser kind of had an interesting accent. His was his was pretty unique, I'd say. Um, but yeah, no, I see what you mean. There's, it's more like an A than <laughs> Aye. So like I was pronouncing name Raz. It's just when you when you come through after watching Fraser, they came through. He's that Raz is quite uh, quite funny. I was like, what do you mean Raz? What, what are you speaking American for? And you were like, what? Raz, where's my coffee? <laughs> Fantastic. So name Roz. Roz, yes, Rosalind. Rosalind. <laughs> perfect. I think that's a perfect way to end, actually. Aye. Fraser. <laughs> yeah, talking about Fraser, yeah. yeah. Perfect, man. <laughs>